Good people, I am Strength. This is your host. Today is Tuesday, March 19th. So if you're listening to this, that means you made it through Monday. And for that, you should be grateful. And speaking of being grateful, let's jump right into our moment of gratitude. Today, I am grateful for no longer just existing, but actually living a life in color. So only a few short years ago, I kind of felt like my life was just black and white, but I would go home and then I would go to work and then I would go to bed and get up and do it all over again, over and over. I had no real desire to just live. So just to be clear, me not being passionate about living was not to be replaced with me wanting to die or not be here. I wanted to be here, but that was it. I didn't want to contribute anything extra to my microcosm. So if that is you, I really suggest that you just start writing down the things that you actually love. That was something that I did. And then every day, go back over that list and until something sparks in you. Even if you start adding things to that list, if something sparks in you, eventually it'll turn into a flame. And so I am grateful for now having the ability to live a life with a little bit of color. And yes, that is it. So today I am sitting down with someone who I am confident has something to say that will really help somebody out there. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will get into that part of the episode. Stay tuned. Hey, look, everybody, I just jumped on real quick to just say thank you so much for listening and sharing our content throughout the season. If you are listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, anchor.fm backslash Poetic Injustice Podcast, I just want to say big ups to you. So please continue to share it. We will be ending this season very soon. So if you want to stay tuned for next season and get the official launch date, follow us on Instagram at Poetic Injustice Podcast. That is the handle. If you have any show or topic ideas, if you yourself want to be a guest, if you have any commercials you want to submit, please email that to poeticinjusticepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Today, I'm sitting here with Mompreneur of Brown and Brown Designs, creator of the 21-day prayer journal titled The War and the Wind. She is the visionary of the Get Information Women's Symposium. It's a local event for now in her community that uh, I believe it seeks to inform, enlighten, and empower women who are single and seeking marriage. Her name is Odetta Brown. Odetta, welcome. Hi, thank you. So now that the people know what it is that you have created, tell us how did it come about and where were you when you created it? And if you don't mind sharing the birth story of it, we love to hear it. Okay. Um, well, I guess we can begin with um, the symposium. Okay. Um, the symposium was basically birthed out of 
conversations with um, some of my single girlfriends who are preparing for marriage or have a desire to be married and just uh, lacked um, some direction mm-hmm. um, as to what was needed to prepare um, and I guess execute as it pertains to, you know, your preparation for marriage. I do believe our society, uh, a lot of times we miss that uh, if we want something to be great, we have to prepare for it. Right. Um, and that's marriage, uh, actually just relationships in general, in general, mm-hmm. Um, and preparation could be just, you know, working on yourself, mm-hmm. figuring out who you are and who you are not, um, your goals, your likes, your dislikes, your convictions, all of that. So the symposium I felt was birthed out of a need for women to understand um, their place. And, it, and it's more so geared toward godly marriage. Mm-hmm. Um but keys are shared for any type of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just to basically <clears throat> prepare your mind for what it is and also what it's not because it's not a fairy tale mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of work. And through that, um, what I try to do is build an atmosphere or an ambiance for women to feel relaxed, celebrated snazzy um all of that and from that what uh i believe brown and brown designs was birth mm-hmm. um just enjoying putting together the decor um making flower balls and deciding color palettes and all of that stuff just really deciding how i want the women to feel when they walk into the room mm-hmm. um i believe that's how brown and brown was conceived um and just you know my husband pushing me to do it and not just pushing me through words but uh being the financial backing and mm. your daddy. yes with his <laughs> fine self um <laughs> just doing those types of things to push me and encourage me it just made me pull back a layer mm-hmm. um that I did not realize was there and um so I believe I answered your question. Yeah. I was going to say, going back to the women's symposium, I was just kind of reading through um, some of the, not necessarily reviews, but um, on the event page and just like what people had to say about it as I was trying to gather information about you. And I like that it wasn't a push marriage down your throat. Some people walked away actually feeling like maybe I am not prepared. Absolutely. You know, and so I like, that aspect of it and so that's why in your introduction I said for now because you know I think it's something outside of just where you are that you know people around the nation need you know Mm. so yes ma'am so it is a um yeah and I'm glad you said that because uh it is designed to empower encourage um but it is also designed to be a wake-up call yeah um, cause again, we, I know a lot of young women who walk into marriage and myself include, included to a certain extent, walk into marriage with these fairy tale notions mm-hmm. that your husband is going to be this way. He's going to do this. He's going to be, you know, the, um, your knight in shining armor. 
And it doesn't always work that way. That's right. Um, you can have a husband that's an awesome provider, an awesome protector. And some days he may drop the ball. Mm-hmm. How do you respond to that um, so that you're not uh, tearing him down or you don't become enemies? Right. Your disappointment doesn't turn into resentment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How you we want to give women tools to work through those types of things, because the reality is you're going to butt heads with your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, no one can say they've lived with anyone, a roommate, a college roommate. And you never butt heads. Right. So it's not going to change because you're having sex. Exactly. It's actually going to intensify. intensify. Right. Okay. That's right. Because um, those are some different emotions. Exactly. Um, involved. So, you know, not to get into all of that, that could be another conversation, but it is designed to be a wake up call or a dinner bell mm-hmm. for people to realize this is really what's on the table. Right. Um, and if you're not prepared for what's on the table, I believe I said last year, if you're not prepared for what's on the table, then you might as well stay single. Right. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Because prior to me being married, I had this idea. I think we all do have this idea of what we want our marriage to be based on what we've seen in some marriages and what we have seen and we don't want in some other marriages. Mm-hmm. But you can do all the calculations in the world you want. But yeah. until you're actually in your marriage, yes, ma'am, that's when the recalibrating has to happen, right? And that's the hardest part that no one, I think, prepares you for. But just going through some of the information that the young ladies were just leaving in terms of reviews and their feelings after, I was like, maybe this is really something like she's on to something with this. So, um, yeah, uh. Talk about the prayer journal. How did that come about? The prayer journal came about um, just, uh, I believe it was birthed out of my prayer life. um, And sometimes feeling like uh, my prayer life was dying Mm. and needing something to give me like a little extra boost. And I came to the realization that I'm probably not the only one. Mm -hmm. Um, just understanding uh, one of the things that I wanted to encourage the women to do was to build a prayer life, um, just not a life where we're just haphazardly living, but we are seeking guidance and direction from, you know, the creator of everything. Mm-hmm. No one can point me in the right direction like God. Right. You know, um, I can get some good advice from here, some good wisdom from here, but no one can get me on track like the one who created me. Um, So, you know, just sitting and trying to figure out what could I deposit or what could be deposited in the women. I felt like a 21 days, 21 days prayer journal um, because studies have shown 21 day whatever you do for 21 days consecutively becomes a habit Mm -hmm. so um to even have a lifestyle of prayer we have to have the habit of prayer let's Mm -hmm. start there um and i think yeah that's how that was birthed um just out of feeling like you know there's a need for it Mm -hmm. and we should not minimize the power of prayer Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we, the, the prayer journal is something that I compiled. There are different voices who contributed to the journal, which I thought was awesome. There are, um, community leaders in there, pastors, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. a couple of my homegirls mm-hmm. contributed just, you know, regular people, um, contributed to the journal to hear different voices for the, to, uh, deal with different aspects of prayer and just to encourage people to seek the Lord through prayer. Uh, Cause it is a powerful tool. Absolutely. And I think that I love how cohesive uh, those, each thing that you created, you know, are actually, because I was talking in another episode about just multiple streams of income and you know making it streamlined making it cohesive and it seems like they all kind of were birthed in the same time frame kind of like all in the same environment so where were you like in your life i guess um that said you know the time is now for me to do these things you know well i guess everything kind of trickled out of the women the women's symposium so kind of where were you mentally emotionally you know were you married when you decided to do the symposium yes I had been married I believe for five years if I'm not mistaken yep about five years um and I I think all of this sprung out of just a need to reconnect um or re-identify with who I am and what I was placed on the earth to do Mm -hmm. um and that does not take away from being a mother I'm a mother of two beautiful girls um it does not take away from being married to one of the finest men to walk (laughs) the earth um but it is very easy to get caught up in being the fine man's wife right. and the beautiful girl's mother mm-hmm. um, that you forget that there are some other things that you were designed to do. So I believe um, all of these things were birthed out of just re because uh, sometimes we say we're, we reinvent ourselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like we rediscover who we were always meant to be. Right. Um, because I'm still me. I believe the core and the essence of who I am Mm -hmm. is still who I am. And I am a, I'm a person who promotes being genuine. Um, if you can't be genuine, just sit down, you know? Um, so I just, I believe these things were really just birthed out of a need to reconnect to, who I was originally um, and trying to uncover those things and still be successful at being a wife and being a mother, being an entrepreneur, but not neglecting the gifts, the talents, the call that were placed on the inside of me. Right. And I always, um, when I refer to you, I always love to refer to you as a mompreneur because it is important, I think, that women know you can be a mother. Yes. You can be a wife and still pursue the things that you want. Yes. Um, I don't have children personally, but I do have godchildren that are very, um, you know, toddlers, 
young adults mm-hmm. actually five mm-hmm. going on a hundred yes and because but not having birthed them is still even when i have them it's such a struggle to just get things done and being married uh going on five years this year yes come oh. on yes but being married <laughs> uh going on five years that's awesome i think about how tough it's been just getting back into the swing of it not even just you know what am i who am i you know kind of thing because i i I don't ever feel like i lost myself in my marriage or lost myself in him more so like i said recalibrating like Mm -hmm. how do i stay on track but also now be adjoined with this person Mm -hmm. whose goals are my goals whose dreams are my dreams you know we have the same we're setting goals together you know how do i achieve goals for us um push him to achieve his goals but then still find the time and the energy Mm -hmm. to be who it is that i am um so i can only imagine adding children onto that uh would make it even more difficult um how has that transition been for you though it's been tough it's been tough. It's probably the hardest thing I've done in my life um, because I want to be the best wife. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best mother. Whatever I do, I want to do it to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say the best, I'm not meaning I want to be better than mm-hmm. you. Right, right, right. But I want to do, I'm only in, in competition my with myself. Mm-hmm. So I want to do my best at everything. And it's tough because everybody is always screaming balance. You got to have balance. And I believe balance is a relative term <laughs> yeah. um, because whatever is most important mm-hmm. at the moment, that's what you have to give priority to. If your husband is sick, right. You have to give priority, making sure he's getting what he needs and he'll be well. If your child is sick, Mm -hmm. they take priority in that moment. If their hair needs to be done, Mm -hmm. they take priority in that moment. If I have a deadline for an event that we're planning or uh, designing for, that takes priority in that moment. Um, And it's tough because trying to be the best me I can be for everybody else sometimes requires that I have to give more attention to this area at this time Mm -hmm. and still feel guilty because I'm not able to give the same amount of attention to this area. Right. Um, And I just believe as women, as nurturers, that's just in our nature to feel that way. But when you are well acquainted with who you are and you understand your intentions, you understand God's intent towards you, you learn how to use those feelings as motivation. Yeah. Um, And one thing I feel like, you know, and I'm not trying to be spooky. When I say this, I feel like the Lord has been just dealing with me lately with, you know, pushing my business along and making sure the girls are taken care of, making sure husband is taken care of and nobody feels like they're on the back burner is do it now. Right. When it comes to you, when you know it has to be done, do it now. Um, Whether you have to do it excited, do it uh, upset, Mm -hmm. do it disappointed, do it scared, do it. That's really interesting and um, spooky. No, (laughs) but it's really interesting because I was just talking to someone else and I was telling them that I really feel like I'm in a now season. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't explain it, but 
everything is a now situation and not necessarily with urgency but just the it's almost like the the ground is fertile mm. now mm-hmm. you know and just knowing that this is where I plant. This mm-hmm. is where I plant, you know, mm-hmm. and just be uh, calculated and very intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was And I was joking with someone else. I was like, yeah, because everything I'm putting my hands to, I'm anointed to do it. Come on. And literally it's because it's things that I'm attaching myself to that I'm like, I don't know how to do this, but somehow I'm pulling it off. Right. But And, and I understand that that's beyond me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm grateful another moment of gratitude but no i'm grateful because in there was a time and a place in finding me again in my marriage uh, because uh and i guess a transparent moment here my marriage started off with me actually uh grieving in a way that he had no idea about Mm-hmm. literally was just on autopilot like I was not even me I couldn't it was like I couldn't even feel the, the I couldn't even feel the skin on my body I, I just wasn't me I wasn't in my own body and I would always joke like one day you're gonna wake up and you've gotten married you moved you you know you I've done all these things and have not even consulted myself about it mm-hmm. and I hope we're okay with these decisions, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, when I actually sat down and I communicated to him the magnitude of the, just like emptiness of where I was, thankfully my autopilot found someone who the rest of us are okay know, with, who are, is okay with. Mm-hmm. And he was able to love me through it mm-hmm. you know all of it and that was i think the thing that drew me to him in the beginning because his friendship his just his his care and his nurturing was like healing for me but it started off in a very weird way like it was like i wasn't almost even there mm-hmm. so to wake up in the middle of our marriage mm-hmm. and just be like okay so i'm someone's wife mm-hmm. okay and i'm okay with that I'm okay with that. However, <laughs> where were we when I left off? And it's so easy. Your you went into autopilot as a result of grief. Mm-hmm. I went into an autopilot mode as a result of being overwhelmed. Mm. Um clearly walked into my marriage, eyes wide open. You could not tell me. This was not the man God specifically designed for Odetta. Still can't. You still can't. <laughs> um, you couldn't tell me four years down the line I would be a mother mm-hmm. um, to one of the most beautiful little girls to ever walk the earth. Thanks. And <laughs> right. And then two years later, almost two years later, give birth to another little girl who's one of the most beautiful um, little girls. And dealing with everything, mm-hmm. um, when I when I get overwhelmed, I get real quiet mm-hmm. as to not lose it. Exactly. So I believe, especially after having my second child for a few months, I was just like, let's get this breast pump pumping. <laughs> Um, diapers, what? Okay, you have to be potty trained mm-hmm. and da da. I mean, just doing what needed to be done 
to continue to coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself earlier um, because my husband, his job causes us to move a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, coasting, trying to connect to our new location. Right. You know, and in the middle of that, it is so easy to go on autopilot and then wake up one day and be like, oh, wait, we live here now. Right. Who picked this house out? Who picked these drapes out? What are we doing? <laughs> right, right, right. And come to yourself and realize um, you didn't really adjust well mm-hmm. to the past couple of years of life. <laughs> right. And it's okay. Let's kind of figure out. Because I don't believe God makes mistakes. I don't mm-hmm. believe he allows us to get into these situations, especially when our heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. That um, he doesn't allow us for not. There's something in it where we can grow and develop and um, be better people from Mm -hmm. it's how we respond to it. Cause we could, we could have both come out of our autopilot hollering and screaming Mm -hmm. and wanting out and wanting out. Yeah. And that was, uh, that's interesting because it was a few times. Well, I came out of all the autopilot a few times. Mm -hmm. One, one time in particular, it was like, Oh, Nope. Gotta go Mm -hmm. back in. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> this is not going to work. I'll, come, I'll, I'll try this again, mm-hmm. you know, and not that I hated the situation. It was just like you said, I was overwhelmed. It was, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to deal with all of it. Um, You know, it's like, oh, OK, if I come out and it's like, OK, well, you just got to go to work and you just got to come home mm-hmm. and, you know, talk to a couple of people. But it was like, no, you have to come home. You have to cook dinner. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to. And you still need to figure out what you're going to be when you grow up. Right. You know, it was like, what? Girl, yeah. got, gotta go. And I think that's the thing we missed. Nobody really ever taught me. I don't know about you, but life is ever evolving. Mm-hmm. And if you are not ready for the evolution, you're going to get knocked down. And lost in it, yeah. Yeah, you'll get swallowed up in just, and this is not just in being married, like as a single woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Just you could get so swallowed up in the goings, the goings on of your life and your day and Mm -hmm. your job and church and whatever else that you lose the essence of who you are. Right. And what you're doing is you respond out of um, habit Mm -hmm. as opposed to responding out of who you really are in the moment. And what you are doing is not who you are. Right. Uh, because a lot of times it's learned it's learned mm-hmm. yeah uh, and and routine yes because and that's another thing about evolution i'm glad you made that point because we find ourselves doing these things over and over and over they become mundane and then you just start adopting what well, this is who i am mm-hmm. you know i am volunteer work i mm-hmm. am someone's boss i am but then at the core of you you're not happy because that's not what i want to do I want to get into a couple of more topics. We're going to take a quick break. I want to introduce you guys to some new sponsors. These are incredible small black-owned businesses that I think you would benefit from. So don't skip ahead. It may be something you need. I say it all the time. And if you know someone who needs advertising, please feel free to email us at poeticinjusticepodcast at gmail.com. And if they don't have a commercial to send in that is fine we will work with them to make sure that their information gets out in some shape form or fashion so again that email address is poetic injustice podcast at gmail.com 
Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Tired of awful agents? Try www.nohassleapts.com for easy and affordable apartment rentals. Hashtag searching simplified. Call today, 347-985-0021. Nohassleapts at gmail.com. All right, we're back. So thank you so much for still sticking with us. Uh, we're having a great conversation here um, and some really incredible things are happening when the record uh, <laughs> button is not on. So I'm having a great time. Likewise. Uh, we talked we in the first part, we've talked a lot about marriage and um, just, you know, being a woman in general. Um, what was your transition like when you did start? I guess, dreaming again or getting back into the swing of things. How was the transition for your family? Um, <clears throat> well, for me, it was a little scary. Mm -hmm. uh, just trying to uh, figure everything out. I am a analytical person mm -hmm. by nature. So I'm just trying to figure out what my next steps are. How do I, how do I navigate this thing instead of just trusting the process? Um, so I would say process was a little scary for me. Now, everyone else mm -hmm. seems fine <laughs> okay. Um, okay. because I can honestly say I feel like I'm still processing. Mm -hmm. I'm still moving towards some things, still figuring things out. And I believe that's just a part of life mm -hmm. um, is it'll be rare in life that we find um, times where we're just like, oh. I have arrived. Mm -hmm. And if those times happen, they're just for a moment mm -hmm. um, because it's always something going on right? or always something we could be learning, some area of life we could be sharpening, some skills on, all of that wonderful stuff. Um, so I feel like my family um, and those attached to me have been cool with the reintroduction of Odetta. Mm -hmm. Um, or the rebirth of some things um, like I really feel like I've probably had the hardest time just trying to make sure uh, does my husband did I tell my husband I love him today do my children know I love them mm -hmm. did I spend time with both of my babies equally mm -hmm. or you know well did they all get quality time you know right um, have I accomplished goals today have I what did I do on my to-do list and sometimes I don't accomplish half the stuff on my to-do list. Um, and, you know, just making sure I don't beat myself up too bad about it. Right. Because prayerfully tomorrow I'll wake up and have another opportunity mm -hmm. to complete the my to-do. Yeah. Right. The, the, the to-do list. Um, but I believe the biggest, the biggest thing is, has been giving myself a break. Mm -hmm. um, not being so hard on myself, but being hard enough on myself mm -hmm. that I stay on my toes and surrounding myself with people who are not taking advantage of the ride, mm -hmm. but adding to mm -hmm. and helping me stay on my toes, mm -hmm. um, being accountable. Yeah. And I, I think that goes to what you were saying about giving like your spouse giving you room to grow mm -hmm. especially when they already see you in a capacity they see you in a potential space mm -hmm. and then as you're doing it it's 
I could see the transition being, you know, just easy. It's like we knew you had it in you kind right. of thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I could see how that could play out. Married to the Backslider, a pretty girl's testimony, a literary presentation presented by Erica Danielle, a book about love, marriage, patience, and long suffering. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. If you are listening to this, it's probably because the show was on break, but since I'm a one-man band, I am all over this episode. So if you want to have a commercial in this slot and you are a small business or a black-owned business, please go ahead and email us at poeticinjusticepodcast at gmail.com. There are no strings attached. We will not ask you for any payment. You can submit to us a 30 to 60 second pre-recorded commercial. If you don't have one, don't let that deter you. Just go ahead and email us the information that you would like in the commercial and we will have one put together for you. This is just the way we want to use our platform. So again, that email address is poeticinjusticepodcast at gmail.com.